Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 79 of In Their 20s. This is the podcast with the best advice. As always, I'm your host, Landon Campbell. And for this one, we had a very special guest. We spoke with Amanda Richardson. She's the CEO of CoderPad, which is a platform for conducting technical interviews. Fun fact, most of the engineers that get hired in Silicon Valley use CoderPad. Amanda has quite the resume as well. She was the head of product at Prezi, VP of product at Hotel Tonight, which was acquired by Airbnb, and the CEO of a company called Rabbit. We spoke about a lot in this interview, like finding a mentor, the art of pivoting in your career, and the overall hiring process. But before we dive in, I want to say thank you so much to our special sponsor, Unstoppable Wallet. You know what a complex world of crypto? Unstoppable Wallet wants to make it easier and more accessible for everybody that uses it. Launched in 2019, Unstoppable Wallet has over 20,000 downloads. They are the youngest wallet to be recommended by Bitcoin.org, and they currently support all major cryptocurrencies and is specifically designed for a DeFi ecosystem. You can learn more at unstoppable.money. All right, without further ado, let's jump in with Amanda Richardson to hear her best advice for people in their 20s. You've done a lot in your career. Now you're the CEO of CoderPad, BitRabbit, and so many more amazing careers. But before we get to the now and even you know the most recent, I want to bring it back even further to your college days. I saw that you attended the University of Virginia and of course got your MBA from Stanford. Uh, what were some you know best practices that you developed during the college days that you can so confidently say you still use today? Oh, well, wahoo wah. Um, I think the big thing I learned um, probably the hard way in my uh, college time was uh, to be iterative, but also how to deal with um, adversity. So I actually went into college wanting to study physics and be an astronaut. Um, I still want to be an astronaut. Never give up on your dreams. (laughs) But I bounced pretty hard out of the physics program. The UVA physics program is pretty impressive. And apparently my physics skills or experience was not. So I kind of fell into a finance career or finance degree based on the credits I had available. So habits were resilience. Uh, Habits were learning uh, what it's like to get your butt kicked. And I think, um, frankly, that's a lot of what life is about. You know, people tell you no all the time. You're always dealing with different challenges along the way. And so that humility came early, but um, also taught me, you know, how to make the most of a situation and bounce back and just not really take no for an answer or, you know, pivot around that. Totally. I think what we've seen in the past year is you need to be resilient um, just because there's a lot of uncertain things that can happen. And uh, one moment you can be focused on doing something, the next it completely changed, um, mainly because of a pandemic or, I mean, you know, other things can happen as well. Um, so, you know, I love that you learned that resilience, uh, the resiliency earlier in, in your life that you can still confidently say you still use today. Um, so, you know, that pivot, I mean, must have been a big one for sure. I mean, you know, focused on the physics and like thinking that, you know, you would uh, immediately go to space. Obviously, we're not going to count that out yet. That could easily still happen. And I'll, I'll say it will happen. We're going to manifest that for you. Um, but, you know, with the pivot, um, what kind of skills did you take from, you know, the physics background that you did have, or, you know, your interest there to put more towards, um, you know, running a company? I mean, what type of skills were you able to convert to that? Well, I've always been a math nerd, so I love math. I got a math award in high school. Um, so I think one of the things that, you know, physics taught me was, you know, practical applications of math, which now I just do in, you know, spreadsheets and kind of a bit of a finance career along the way. And so 
certainly trying to understand, um, you know, what are the inputs and what are the key drivers to a situation have been important. So in physics, obviously that has very practical implications, but in my job today, and even now, you know, as we create budgets or we think about forecasting, or I'm talking to investors about market opportunities and like just being able to break a complex problem down, think about inputs um, and kind of the math behind it has been really helpful. I think the other thing that, um, I had the opportunity to discover that I wouldn't have, I suspect if I'd become an astronaut, uh, is that I really love working with people. And so what I love is leading teams. And I love um, really uh, engaging and trying to you know, rally a common mission for a group of people, which I never would have expected and never, I don't think would have gotten the opportunity to do had I not been kind of pivoted into this business career where I ended up being exposed to all sorts of new challenges and new opportunities to blossom. So I think those are two things that I definitely take with me today. Of course. Another thing that I saw that was really unique about your career is you've touched on many different industries and you've had leadership positions in many different industries. Um, I saw health, consumer social, of course, now what you're doing with CoderPad, you know, helping people, you know, get the skills they need to find new opportunities. I think I saw also you were, um, and might still serve as a board member at a wine company, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what is your advice for, you know, trying new things, getting involved in these unique industries, and of course, uh, succeeding within that? Because I did mention you've had these leadership roles, which is, means you've been expected to get in, lead, and make change right away. So I'm curious, you know, what has been your experience with that? Uh, so I think the one thing that I have loved about my career is the diversity of industries. Like I think, you know, again, pivoting early and a lot <laughs> along the way has taught me that I can be interested in a lot of different things, but what really resonates with me or kind of like ties all those together is like great product. And so, whereas many people, you know, it's, it's funny, actually I was talking with a mentor. So, um, Sam Shank, who was the CEO of Hotel Tonight, where he and I worked together and uh, we were eventually acquired by Airbnb. You know, Sam has had a, a long career in hospitality. And I said to him at one point, you know, I'm really jealous. Like, I love hospitality. I wish I'd done hospitality my whole career. And he was like, really? I love the diversity. And then you've got to try so many different things. So I think the grass is always greener. But what I really have just leaned into are great products, um, software products that I love. And so I think that has afforded me a lot more variety and opportunity. I wouldn't say anybody would really think this was the career I would have planned. Like no one would put this resume together and be like, it's so obvious what she's gonna do next. Um, and maybe that goes back to pivoting early. And I kind of think that's a superpower. I love the ability to be flexible, to try new things. Uh, it keeps me entertained, it keeps me engaged, but it also creates um, space for me to be open to new opportunities and not just kind of be channeled into one thing you know, after having done it for 10 or 15 years. Um, and you mentioned a great relationship you have with one of your mentors. How have you tried to pay that forward, you know, at, as a mentor to other mentees, especially, I mean, since this is in their 20s podcast, um, you know, what are some skills that you think every 20 something should have? What do you think really, when you look for mentees, I mean, what are you really looking for um, in candidates or mentees that you take under your wing? Yeah, I would say my best mentors have always been the people who tell me, um, it's not enough, which feels a little counterintuitive because I think people seek out mentors who are going to uh, maybe tell them they've done a great job or they, they want reassurance. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't seek reassurance, but I think my mentors are always the ones who have pushed me harder and pushed me further. So I remember, you know, another mentor of mine is a guy named Marty Kagan, who's a very good product leader and thought leader, early Netscape. And I sent him a presentation I was going to give 
at a large conference, like like 1500 people conference. And I sent it to him like a week before and I was like, hey, do you have any feedback on this? And I can't remember, there were a couple sentences of like niceties and said, I think you can do better. And I kind of had a panic attack. Um, and then I spent the entire flight because it was, it was a presentation in Europe. But I spent the entire flight to Europe uh, redoing the presentation and just digging deeper. And I wrote, a, I did a totally different presentation worked on it in the very last minute. And it came out so much better. And it was literally because my mentors were like, I think you can do better. And so I always look for mentors who just push me to do more and tell me where I can be better. Uh, I think the other thing I look for, um, so I, I, I seek out in mentees, people who wanna learn how they can do better and really wanna be pushed. Um, and I think the other thing I look for is people who wanna kind of cut out the BS and let's get to the heart of the matter. I think, um, you know, the, the niceties uh, can just fill space. But at the end of the day, I want to know your hard questions. I want to know what you're wrestling with. And I just, I want to be here to help you. And I want to have real talk. And I want to make my time valuable to have those real hard questions and the real hard conversations. I love that. You know, transparency is really important. And um, yeah, I tell like mentees all the time or people that I know that are looking for mentors, you know, you really need to give your mentor like a plan of action, you know, because obviously I know you live a very busy life. I mean, you're running a company, <laughs> are involved in so many other things. So if a mentee's coming to you, obviously, you know, they, they need to, have a plan, you know, this is what I want to get out of this relationship. This is what I need help with. Um, and of course, you know, it's nice to be able to help people as much as you can, but you don't want to hold, you know, a mentee's hand. They need to really come to that conversation prepared on, uh, you know, what they need from that and also what they can do to deliver. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And I love, I love when the mentees are like, Hey, like, this is what I need from you. And this is what I need right now. Right. It's like, it's a little bit like, you know, people have always said, Oh, can you be a mentor for me? And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I can answer a question or we can talk about a hard issue whenever you want. So let's do that instead. Um, sometimes it feels like the formality or sometimes it's like so aggrandized to have a mentorship, a, a mentor. I think everybody I would mention in the, you know, that I just mentioned the past five, 10 minutes, they probably don't even know they're a mentor to me. Like there's never been like an official, like thank congrats, you know, add it to your LinkedIn, you're a mentor for Amanda, right? It's more like, these are just ad hoc relationships that when I've got a problem, I like call them and I'm like, hey, I need this. And it's okay to ask if you're going to be very conscientious of that person's time. And like, actually, I learn from every mentee I have with their question and what they're wrestling with. So I love when people like are just like cut to the chase. I need something from you. Um, I am very, always willing to give and doesn't need to be reciprocated. I'll pay it forward. You'll pay it forward. Um, that's how we all learn is by asking people who've been there. So Amanda, my last uh, line of questions, we'll pivot to CoderPad. Uh, I'm curious, you know, just how has this experience been for you, you know, as the new CEO um, of CoderPad? Uh, what have you learned from this opportunity? And also when it comes to hiring 20 somethings, you know, what are some skills and additional things that you look for um, in candidates? Absolutely. So CoderPad um, has been a blast. So we are a platform for uh, conducting technical interviews. So every, most of the engineers who get hired in Silicon Valley have gone through a CoderPad um, interview. In fact, we're like the Kleenex, if you will, like you do a CoderPad um, yeah. as part of your interview process. And so what has been fun about it has just been really watching um, companies get better at interviewing and be more thoughtful about interviewing. Look, we're in a great economy. It is a great time to of be course. Uh, looking for a job, particularly if you're willing to work remotely. Um, and so it's been very interesting to see how companies are really having to like position themselves better to work with companies to be smarter about their hiring, reduce bias, find ways to really 
be more relevant, frankly, to young workers. I think a lot of companies have been complacent in figuring out what, what their value proposition is to uh, a candidate. And so I think that's probably been the most fun. Plus, you know, you get to grow the team. It's been kind of a wild ride uh, in terms of, you know, just the dramatic growth we've had over the past two years as we put the whole piece, all the pieces together um, and kind of be at the epicenter of so much happening in tech. And when I'm looking to hire 20 year olds, which I'm doing all the time, please go to our website. We're always hiring, sorry, <laughs> shameless plug. No, please. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I think the things that I look for are people who are really flexible. I mean, maybe that's a bias to my being knocked down along the way and having to pivot and trying to look to do changes. But um, I think people who are flexible and want to come in and learn. I think the other thing is to be curious, right? You really want to know about different things. I don't, my 20s were spent, again, trying lots of different things. I don't think, you know, I can tell you I exited my 20s swearing off technology and swearing off product management. And then I spent wow. the next 15 years leading product teams. And now I'm CEO of a, another CEO of a tech company. So <laughs> I think you never know what you're going to exit your twenties and how that will end up for you. But I think that comes the way you survive that is to be curious and to be interested in learning totally. different things and taking risks. And then someone who's going to put their neck out there. I think it's important to be willing to um, take a stand, put your neck out, like, make a difference. You know, if you're expecting the world to come to you, I think that world is just not really out there. Like you need to put your hand up. You need to offer ideas. You need to be proactive. And so if you want to jump into a career, if you want to jump into a project on a team, if you want to jump into a space, it's like now's the time. And so those are the things I'm really looking for when I'm building my team. I love that last quote at the end as well. You know, that's a clip we're probably going to use for the, <laughs> the interview. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule. Speak a little bit about your 20s and your experiences and your journey of resiliency and what you look for. Um, and that's a huge, you know, I'm glad that you did plug the company because that's a huge thing I want to be able to give to my audience, you know, talk about new opportunities that are coming along and introduce them to the leaders of these very unique companies as well. So hopefully we can send some deal flow your way um, on the uh, candidate side. I love it. Great to see you, Landon. Thanks so much.